Welcome to Anime Out of Context, a comedy review show hosted by a basement dweller who grew up scrounging terrible fan subs on sketchy websites prior to the convenience of modern streaming, alongside a willfully ignorant soul whose only knowledge of anime comes from the shows forced upon him here. This show will contain spoilers, incorrect information, and copious amounts of adult language. Our hosts are not experts on any topic, and everything they say should be taken with a grain of salt. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where someone else tries to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. Hey, wait a minute! That's not John Rollins! You're goddamn right, it's not. I've got him locked up. <laughs> oh, Remington, I'm excited to have you this week. Uh, it, it, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, I'm thankful for you, Dylan. Oh, wait, it's Thanksgiving? You're damn right it is. Oh, shit, I need to fix my calendar. I thought today was April Fool's. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you, are you, am I about to get April Fool's? What the fuck? Wait. All right, is it April Fool's just because it's like it's a Dylan episode? Or is it April Fool's because you got some weird shit planned? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. I have never been more terrified in my life. Hey, Remington. Yep. We're considered a comedy podcast, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, at least according to our tags. Okay. Would you consider comedy to be something that can be difficult? Is it something that can come naturally to people? It, or is it something that overall kind of varies? Is is comedy hard, easy, somewhere in between? Um, I, I, I definitely think that it, it varies. I think that some people can have, uh, to a certain extent, a natural acumen. But I also believe that it, it's... Sort of like art in that a lot of people think that it's all natural, but I think it does take some deliberate uh, and mindful work placed into it and, and practice and consideration to uh, improve, get better, and, uh, and, and not stagnate. Okay. Uh, do you feel that any variety of comedy is necessarily easier than another, say, uh, improv or prop comedy, physical comedy, or uh, stand-up? Do you think some of those have different challenges um for, for sure I, and i i think that some easier. some might be easier to sort of get a result right uh there there's there's lots of stuff out there sort of like quote unquote lowest common denominator humor that will very consistently and easily get a reaction but rarely is it going to be like the funniest thing you've ever seen uh uh meanwhile some some other stuff uh, it may not make you laugh as consistently, but the laughs it'll get out of you are uh, very meaningful, very impactful. I, I, which I don't, I want to be very careful. I don't want to put anything on like a hierarchy, a strict hierarchy. Um, I, th I think we all have our preferences uh, on balance with all these things considered. Um, and I, I think that those that might be easier and more commercialized doesn't make them necessarily worse in any way, you know? Okay. Are there any forms of comedy that you would say are inherently lazier than any others? Uh, I, yes. Uh, podcasting. I... <laughs> <laughs> um, You're not wrong. Uh, no, I, I, I think that, uh, one, in, in my opinion, right? So, so you have, you have some stuff that's just like, ha-ha, uh, fart jokes, right? Uh, mm -hmm. that's, that's one level. I think even one layer beneath that is references without purpose. Um, where the so the entirety of Family Guy, <laughs> a lot of it, yeah, a lot of it, where it is just referential without saying anything, 
Because it's okay to, like, make a reference and draw parallels or create craft a metaphor or analogy out of that, right? Um, but when it is just, hey, y'all, you, you, you know this. You recognize this, don't you? Ah, good times. Ah, that's actually, I think, basically all of those quote-unquote spoof movies from the uh, from the late aughts that were utter garbage, like Disaster Movie and all that. <laughs> I, yeah, when, I remember when that was, like, such a big trend, where you would have three of those kinds of movies, at least, like, that would release every year, and it was overwhelming. It was... There was so much of it. There was so much. Oh, and no one ever really went to see them after the first, you know, couple days. Even then, not that many people saw them in general. Uh, I remember there was one that my, it was the last time my mother and I ever went to a movie together, and it was superhero movie. We were the <laughs> only people in the entire damn theater. So basically, it just ended up being while the movie was running, I was just dicking around and throwing shit at my mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not to say, like, referential humor can be very strong, once again, if it's tied to actual jokes. But if the entire joke is just, I referred to something, I don't find that to be a very high-quality joke, generally speaking. Okay. And what are your thoughts on ironic comedy? Say, um, where one result is expected, but literally the exact opposite happens. Uh, I mean, that, that that's basically, um, it, it can be done quite well. It is sort of like the foundation of all comedy in, in a very significant way, or at least the foundation of most comedy, uh, just subversion, you know? But yeah. uh, I, I think one thing that has been overdone is, and you see this a lot in animation, both children's and adult animation uh, that, that I've, I've seen, uh, is, oh man, I'm so glad X didn't happen, and then X happens, right? Uh, which, oh. it's, it's an okay formula. It, the problem isn't the formula. The problem is it being lazily overused. And that's sort of how I feel about oh. most kinds of comedy. The problem is rarely the, the kind of comedy itself. It's laziness and overuse. Oh, dear. Um, okay, so, so Remington. <laughs> yeah. Um, how would you feel... About, yeah, say, a show where the entire premise of every single joke is saying one thing and then the opposite happening. God damn it. All right. All right. Here we go. All right. Uh, now, now, just the good. Un I wish, I wish that that narrowed it down more for me so that I'd be able to be like, ah, obviously, it's this. It doesn't, but it scares. Okay, all right, what the fuck are we doing? What What, what is it going to okay. be? So, Remington, for you, um, today I have an adult animated comedy, very adult in the uh, language and can, humor can, itself. Can I, can I make a prediction? Let's hear it. All right, so you're doing some April Fool's nonsense. It's an adult comedy. Yep. Uh, we're talking about lowest shitty kind of humor. Uh, yep. and, and you're talking about that. I, I've not seen this, but I've I've heard people talk about this, and it, it does check all the boxes you're talking about. Uh, though also in in the adult, well, I don't know. You know, I don't feel confident making a prediction. Actually, it could be a couple things. I I was thinking of one thing because I'd recently seen a review about it, but now I'm thinking a couple other options as well. Uh, my 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 first guess, I, I to I, I to be open and fair was that it's going to be one of the like Brickleberry shit, one of one of those variations. Huh. 
Uh, that was going to be my guess, but then it occurred to me that there's actually a lot of really good contenders that you could mention right now. So yeah, that's you know there are especially it's really lazy adult oriented comedy where it just you know relies on saying one thing, the opposite happening, and then some gross out humor. Um, and so just to break it down for you, Remington, uh, I have for you today a show featuring I think it is five main human characters and one talking animal. I did I did I get it right? Did I, oh wait, no, because it's still fuck. <laughs> God damn! All right, continue, please. So, uh, it is. All right, I'm just gonna be fucking up front with you. Uh, I'm gonna have you watch three episodes because I don't want you to watch too much of this. I want you to watch three episodes of the Netflix adult animated comedy. Okay, what's <laughs> Paradise PD, okay. uh, written by the creators of Brickleberry. God, I knew it. I, I there was something I locked in. I, I was like, <laughs> I, I was, I was setting it up pretty cleanly. I just wanted to see Fuck. when you'd catch. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, I, I know, I know the gist of it. Uh, you, you, you got some. It doesn't matter what the plot is. It doesn't matter. There's, there's, there's no good plot, no good characters, no good story. I don't know. Maybe I'll go in with an open mind. Maybe I'll be surprised, but I'm not optimistic. Yeah, uh, I'm not thankful ask, for this. So yeah, uh, when I first saw ads for Paradise PD on Netflix, they were using a different cover art for it that made it look a little bit closer to Archer. So I thought, looking at it, uh, and based on like, well, yeah, the because Netflix will Netflix has different covers depending on what you personally watch. So it will choose the cover of shows, especially Netflix originals, that more closely matches what you are into. Yes, they scammed the shit out of me with this one. For, for example, if you watch a lot of like horror, then you'll find a Stranger Things cover that focuses on the spooky shit, right? If you watch romance, it'll focus on the romance, if, if, like, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And, and so it, it sounds like it fucking got you. Oh, yeah. No, it looked like it was going to be an Australian... For some reason, I thought, like, they mentioned um, Paradise PD being the name. I figured it was going to be an Australian Archer ripoff. And I thought <laughs> that sounds like it could actually be humorous. Uh, what I came across was an abuse of voice actors. Well-known names, honestly. You've got um, fucking Tom Kenny. So, SpongeBob and many, many, many others. Uh, Cedric Yarbrough. Um, fucking Grey Delisle is in it. <laughs> it is such a waste of vocal talent um but yeah okay it's not a waste as long as people get entertainment from it and these people got a check so i want you to go into paradise pd with an open mind a cast featuring i think it's five or six human cops and a talking animal and i have a challenge for you remington oh fuck in the first three episodes i want you to make a note of any actual laughs any even if it counts as just you breathing a little harder if there's anything I, in this I will show, define, I will define laugh very, very broadly and yes, see if, if anything comes. A very loose definition of the term laugh. I just want you to approach it like that. Loose definition of laugh and see what you can dig up. Fuck. I, that is my challenge for you as we go into three episodes of Paradise E.D. Hey, kids, stay in school. Otherwise, you'll end up here. So what you're uh, saying is if you're a fan of Black Clover, you'll love Paradise Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Later.
Ladies, gentlemen, those of you who are otherwise inclined, welcome back. Our dear friend Remington has just finished watching three episodes of Paradise PD. This show will surprise no one, but it's not a good show. But I will have at least one surprise opinion in this this episode. I, I will, uh, at one point, there there will be a, a bit of a left hook, all right, that you won't see coming. All right, uh, I look forward to it. Let's talk about the show a little bit. Uh, we open up, and it's all about Kevin, who wants to be a cop just like his his old dad. Uh, he's, a, he's a kid. He wants to be a cop like his dad. He accidentally gets a hold of a gun and shoots his dad's balls off. Um, then we fast forward to uh, the future. Uh, the parents are now divorced. His mom's the mayor. His dad's the police chief. Uh, he still wants to be a cop, but his dad resents him for shooting his balls off. I can empathize. Uh, <laughs> the, the dad talks a lot about his balls. Um, and he's, he's jaded about the relationship. Um, at one point he talks about how, like, uh, his ex-wife used to love his balls and, and he goes in this extended bit talking about how he would put his smooth balls over her head and she would pretend she was the Hamburglar, rabble, 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 etc. Um, and I just wrote down that I can see Dylan pulling the Hamburglar balls. <laughs> 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 that's that's just that in fact, that's my only like so i i divide my notes into two half of it is like what happens in the episode the other half is just like any particular thoughts that i have that i feel the need to write down that's the only note i have on the on episode one is <laughs> i can see doing, doing the hamburger balls bitch I refuse to comment. Um, I plead the fifth. <laughs> Congratulations on being funnier than the show right out the gate. <laughs> so, uh, th this episode, uh, we'll, we'll go through uh, its different plots or just divide them up. Uh, the Mainly, they're trying to find who has made some Argyle meth. Uh, and Bullet the dog... Uh, hosts a dog orgy, but all the dogs die after trying the meth, and he feels guilty. Uh, he decides to be sober, but then that doesn't last long uh, once he believes that all of the dogs uh, went to heaven. Um, I mean, then, isn't that true? Isn't that what dogs do? Uh, that, yeah, I've, I've been told. Um, then we have Fitz, who is... Uh, he's the black cop. Um, now, some of you might think there, surely there's more to him. Not much. Uh, he's like, he has other qualities, but he's primarily defined by his blackness most of the time, it seems. Um, I, either to fit stereotypes or to, uh, or to try and subvert them. But either way, it's like it orbits around that a lot. Uh, and he becomes friends with a hobo, um, uh, yes. And then the hobo dies at the end. Rest in peace. Uh, Was it Hobo Cop? Is that what they fucking call yeah, him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good old Hobo Cop. Uh... Um, then we get uh, Kevin wants to be a, a part of the force, and he starts like investigating uh, to help out. They figure out that Terry Tutos is behind it. Uh, it turns out that the mayor, who's Kevin's mom, she uh, has the guy she's been dating has actually secretly been Terry Tutos. Uh, they end up uh, capturing uh, Terry Tutos, but then later Terry is killed. Um, it, it's a little bit of a clusterfuck, but there's. They, I, I was surprised that they decided to have 
an overarching narrative that was more than I expected from this show off the bat. Uh, and oddly, I'm going to say, and, and here's the sort of surprising thing, this show, it's bad, but also better than I thought it would be. Wow. And it, I, I, I sort of understand why this show has been recreated in three different iterations, right? Uh, why there's so much of this show. It's not because it's good, but we, I've done this podcast long enough, all right? I know how much trash ends up lasting for a long time. Uh, it, it's watchable is what Paradise PD is. Uh, you have, a, as you mentioned in part one, you have a very strong vocal cast and... There's enough stuff happening on screen where even if there's, like, a really shitty, shitty joke, right, it's not going to be relevant for very long. They're going to move on quickly to the next 20 things uh, in, in a very rapid style. Uh, no, being watchable, I very, very much want to clarify, does not mean that I'm giving it a thumbs up or saying that it's good or saying that I enjoyed myself. I am saying none of those things. Uh, rather, it, it at least wasn't a terrible slog. It was, yes, here's a bunch of very low-quality humor, it's very bad, and now I'm done with it. As opposed to, like, even many anime we've covered on the podcast, where I have had to force myself through every single episode. I didn't look forward to any episode of Paradise PD, uh, but I was able to, to make it through okay, um, okay, so it was I, it was watchable, I, I, but not worth watching. And oh, it God, wasn't no. a complete God, no. pain. It wasn't yes. the most unfunny thing you've ever seen on the show. Yeah, yes. Uh, which I I thought it would. Uh, long, uh, you know, I suppose the, the moral is uh, that <laughs> even even the worst of Western cartoons are still better than anime. I don't know. What, take one message. I'm <laughs> gonna... Mm. Oh. <laughs> we get hit the lowest of the low, Rem. Trust me, there's more. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just antagonizing the weeps. Uh, no, th like this is this is worse than uh, a bunch of anime that I've seen. Uh, but if I were to compare it to like all of the anime we've ever covered on the podcast, it's probably pretty close to the peak of the bell curve. I'll be honest. Um, when it comes to quality, obviously it's a very different style. Uh. And it's horrendously lazy, but but yeah, the the vocal performances are solid enough. It, it's very much if you look it, like what I'm imagining this is for. All right, is that you you've just been working nine to five at your real shitty job. All right, you pop this on. It's easy to watch. All right, uh, it's on Netflix. There it. There's so much of it. Uh, and and. You're brain dead at this stage, uh, and you you don't really care what you're watching. You just need to be watching something. Uh, then like okay, like th this this show sort of makes sense for for the average American middle class consumer. Uh, if you give a shit about what you're watching, avoid this like the plague. <laughs> it is not good. But if you just need something on the TV and you see this is on and there's a lot of it, I understand it. I don't support it, but I understand it. 
Okay, that's a pretty common take with a lot of... This is just kind of get it out there. Let's. It's not going to have a cult following. It's going to have someone that puts it on in the background. Or maybe you'll have a couple teenagers who watch it. It's a thing. It's not... I, I, I would compare it... Yeah, like, to, to bring it into the anime sphere a little bit, I would compare it to uh, a bunch of the, the shonen trash style anime or just, like, basic bitch isekai number 27, right? Yeah, you've seen everything it's going to present to you. Uh, it, it has nothing original or thoughtful or interesting, but it's going to have a large fan base because of that familiarity, uh, because it's colorful enough, because it fits the routine well enough, and that's more or less all that you're looking for at the moment. So what you're uh, saying is if you're a fan of Black Clover, you'll love Paradise PD. <laughs> I, I don't think the, the audiences are the same, but I think the reason for watching is the same. <laughs> I think I think the reasons will be quite similar. The way that you enjoy them will be quite similar. Um, okay. Continuing on in episode two, uh, there's a dog fighting ring that Bullets gets involved with as a professional wrestler. To, uh, it's to try and learn more about what's going on. It doesn't matter. Uh, uh, it, he does tremendously well, but it turns out that's because the fights have been rigged for him. And he ends up getting in a fight that he can't win. So Kevin comes to save him. Uh, but then Kevin uh, gets his ass kicked. Uh, sure, why not? Whatever. Um, then the... Other story is about an investigation of a homicide uh, where someone has died and they are completely split on the border between Diamond City and uh, Paradise, right? So the both police forces that sort of have a rivalry uh, both want to investigate the body, but each of them get half of the body. And then you think, here, all right, here's one, like, it, it's a little bit of a nitpick. That sounds like it could almost be the setup for a good joke. It, it could, it could potentially. Uh, in fact, I'm gonna say like, very often this show will either have a good setup or a good punchline, but never both. Oh. <laughs> it'll, it'll have an interesting setup where I'm like, oh, this, this could, they could do something interesting with it, and then they don't. Or it has a solid punchline, and you're like, what the, that could have been so good if you just built to it a little bit differently. Uh, they never seem to find each other, but it it has both of those in the show. Uh, but the the premise is that only the ass is the thing that's on uh paradise side, whereas you have uh the the face and upper body and stuff that are all on on the Diamond City side, so they get uh most of the relevant stuff for a homicide case, right? Uh, which yeah, one hundred percent. Uh, all right, there's a setup. And you'd think, here's the thing that bothers me, like, more than it should, the ass is on the Diamond City side. What? Are, <laughs> are you saying that this show not only did not set the joke up right, but also got its own continuity wrong? It's so frustrating, because they, like, very clearly delineate in the grass, like, here, beautiful in green is Diamond City. Trashy in brown is Paradise. All right, uh, and and the the homicide, the the dead body, it's in this like awkward, like sort of like face down, uh, doggy position, right? Ass up. Okay. Uh, 
to make the ass nice and prominent. But the knees, which are directly, uh, directly below the ass, are on the green side, which means the ass is on the green side, which means it's Diamond City territory. Uh, you could just have him lying face down but and just completely have it split down the middle. I think they just had to have him set up just for the visual gag, I'd imagine. You can position him that way after the split. Or just hi, just move the pixels, goddammit! <laughs> <laughs> if the whole episode is about this joke, all I ask is that it makes the sense within what you have constructed. Just move the goddamn pixels. Just move them a little bit to the left. That's all I ask. Or move the line a little bit to the right. That's all it takes. That's all it fucking takes. It It's so frustrating. Uh, anyway, uh, that, that's that episode. Uh, it was, it was nice and frustrating. Episode three, uh, is all about, uh, Fitz, uh, the black cop, and it's all about how he has PTSD, so he plays the flute, but then when he gets a gun back, he accidentally shoots himself, and this gets recorded, and it's a very, like, both sides politics kind of episode, where half the people are like, I can't believe this this black man was shot by a cop, even though it's of course the cop shooting himself. And then the other side is like, uh, is is defending the 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 cop for shooting this black man, uh, etc. Um, there's, uh, they it, it's the laziest kind of social commentary because it it really is just, hey man, isn't it crazy how both sides misinterpret the issues? And like they don't even. They don't even do more than that. That is, that's all. That is the whole point. Uh, which, okay, sure. Do you want to do it in a f more fun way at the very least? Not really. They, um, they just did not want to uh, bother at that point. Oh, which, dear. I once again, it's an interesting premise to an episode, right? You have Fitz who sort of ends up with this split personality thing going on. I think that could be explored a little bit more, perhaps in a more interesting way. I, I can imagine more competent and intelligent writers really knocking it out of the park with this. It, it's just that what this comes across to me, right, is very competent writers, actually, uh, doing the, the bare minimum of work, right? Uh, it, 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 it's, like, it's like me in school, when I, when I was back in high school or middle school, right? Uh, I, I quickly learned that doing the bare minimum would, would be good enough for me. So that's all I did. Sure, I was a smart kid. Sure, I could have been very, very successful, had a lot of amazing shit. Uh, but no, I, I did the bare minimum, uh, was lazy as fuck. And I, I was still successful enough that those bad habits reinforced themselves. And now you're an anime podcaster. God, hey kids, stay in school. Otherwise you'll end up here. Uh... <laughs> with with uh with, with degrees in multiple subjects and yet still just talking about goddamn paradise PD. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have a bachelor's and this is where I am. Anyway, um, uh, but it, it feels like the writers could be very good on this show. Like if if they put in the effort, but they're just it, they're just like here for the paycheck, here to to finish a product move on and all right sure go if it works it works i guess but it, it doesn't seem like it doesn't come across as they're amateurs or that they're bad at their job 
it just feels like they don't care and that they're horrendously lazy. Uh, and I could be misreading it, but that's at least my impression, uh, which is disappointing. Uh, the most surprising thing to me about Paradise PD uh, was that while it's a clusterfuck, I was amazed it had potential to be something more. I didn't expect that. Okay. Uh, I expected to be frustrated, and now, oh boy, was I. Uh, but I didn't expect to be disappointed, you know? <laughs> so, you mentioned the, the writers having, at least, at the very least, potential. Yes. Do you think any of that has to do with this being their second attempt at the exact same show? <laughs> it, it, it might be, because... Like, but at the same time, I, I don't know what direction it, it would have gone, right? Uh, th th so this is attempt number two. Uh, this is basically, from what I've heard, more or less the exact same thing as Brickleberry. Um, and it could have gone either way, where one, they've they've learned some stuff, right? And so this is a better iteration of Brickleberry. Or alternatively, they've learned they don't need to give a shit, and so this is a worse version of Brickleberry. I can see either interpretation. I don't want to test it out. I don't want to. Oh, so, like, so, so you're saying I, I shouldn't have you watch the either Brickleberry or the, the third one, which is, is it uh, Farzar? Yeah, I'll be honest. Uh, while th this is a question I don't need the answer to, at least not through direct experience. Basically, anybody who gives their opinion on the matter, the first person to tell me whether Brickleberry is better or worse, I'll just believe them and trust them and never think about it again. Because I'll be honest, already I've spent far too many words and far too much mental effort uh, on this show. Certainly more than uh, than the creators, and uh, I, I'd like to, to keep it from surpassing it even further. <laughs> right? There's just not a lot generally going on, which... Like, for me, it's a negative because I care about, like, good storytelling. But if you're just here for stuff to be happening on the television... Did you laugh? I... Alright, so no is the answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> not not a, a single time. Um, There was one joke that it didn't make me laugh. And it wasn't a well-done joke. But I thought that... It had good ingredients, so, hey, that could have been a well-done joke. Okay, uh, what were the ingredients and how did they fuck it up? Sure, so, uh, it, it was in episode two, um, which we have, uh, Bullet the dog, he's going to, uh, All Addictions Anonymous, uh, people are just addicted to everything, blah, 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 um, the, the sort of joke of the scene is largely, ha-ha, uh, aren't addicts funny um which you know that's a choice but at, at one point one guy is i guess addicted to autoerotic asphyxiation right um and and he starts uh, uh sort of doing his thing and the the person in charge asks uh whether it's like uh, like masturbation or suicide uh, and, and the, the punchline is that I can never tell whether he's coming or going. And I felt like that had potential that for a decent joke. If it was just slightly if it was different execution, that had the good ingredients. I think the, the coming or going, all right, that's, that's decent wordplay. I can, it almost worked. Okay. I could see how that one would almost work. I think that actually was the very first joke of the episode, wasn't it? Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> um, so that. 
I think is yeah. Um, that was the closest to laughing I got. Yeah. Like, yeah. I I will say oddly, the pacing of the show is pretty good. Uh, the pacing is one of the better qualities of this show. Now, the story that is being paced is not great, but they, they every episode has a solid rhythm. It's a bit it's a commercialized rhythm uh of when to uh, when to cut to the A plot, B plot, C plot, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but broadly speaking, they they make the right decisions on that front. They they have a good balance of the different plot lines and how they intermingle. Uh, it it's formulaic. It's not groundbreaking, but it it does well in that regard. Okay, and it it does definitely feel like the writers are working on their own formula. They want to have their own formula set and running so that they can basically just have the self-perpetuating shows continue to pump the same ones out uh, show after show after show and then one gets cancelled they're starting a new one uh, it kind of feels like that's the thing they're setting up doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, they, they, they're just they're just using they're, they're setting this up so that they can just create an AI where they can just put in a few keywords into the Brickleberry Paradise PD formula and it'll shit out an entire script. You know, I have not seen either of the writers in the same room as Deep Thought. <laughs> see, see, it, it, it makes sense. It makes sense. Oh, there's going to be 42 of these out there. Next thing you know, we're all just going to be completely surrounded by this type of content made by I am going to be polite and say Walmart um, Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> Actually, Remington. How would you say this show compares to one of its contemporaries on the American side of things? How would you say that uh, Paradise BD compares to, say, Family Guy? So my my natural instinct, right, is to be like, well, Family Guy ain't great, but it's at least better. Uh, but I'll be honest, I, I would need to genuinely think and consider that decision, especially because it's been a long time since I've consumed like a full episode of Family Guy and not just random clips that YouTube has been trying to force feed since, like, I don't know, 2012? That's been going a while. Uh, <laughs> remember when YouTube would have constant Family Guy marathons always streaming I think from random-ass channels? On. Good God, that's... I don't understand. But, uh, I... I don't know. I don't think it's that... I, I do not think that the difference, if there is one, is that significant. And you can take that as a huge insult to uh, to a lot of these commercialized uh, adult shows, or you can take it as a compliment to Paradise PD. I like they're they're pretty comparable, and once again, that it, it's a very specific niche of adult animation because uh, there, there's plenty of adult animation, such as one of my favorite shows of all time, BoJack Horseman, that are are so much more. But, yeah, no, there's, there's a lot of lazy-ass bullshit. It, it's sort of the equivalent of, like, if an eight-year-old gets your iPad, right? <laughs> and they're just gonna watch a bunch of weird, strange shit on YouTube that I can't comprehend. It's the adult equivalent of that. It's just something to be happening on the screen. We we can be like, ah, dumbass kids. Look, dumbass adults, man. It's, it's... Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, Paradise PD, the Elsa gate of Netflix. 
and, and I'm, I'm sort of like once again it's not stellar comedy but i don't think that some people will be will try to equate that with like a degradation of society itself like no there's plenty of super high quality stuff out there if if you just want some lazy media it's not the end of the world whatever man okay and earlier you mentioned you don't know how it compares to uh it's the previous show in the I, series i don't really know if they're considered a series i know they take place in the same universe it's you know one of its peers that being brickleberry um so how do you think these two compare in rotten tomato scores just right off the bat i think Ooh, okay, okay, so Rotten Tomato scores is, is interesting. Uh, first, uh, are we going critic score or... Oh, these don't uh, have critic scores. <laughs> okay, cool, 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 cool. Just had to check, because here's my sort of thinking. Um, when while I've calibrated my Weeb rankings a lot, it'll, uh, it, I've, I haven't calibrated my Western rankings. Yeah, and sadly, neither of these shows are on Mal, so I can't just, <laughs> I can't shame, just pop shame. them open and actually read some interesting reviews. Nah, all we've got is what we've got let, let me us. walk through my sort of thought process okay right? my thought process goes i think that generally there's a good chance that brickleberry was better received right uh it, it's the original um which people will just naturally have a, a type of nostalgia for right off the bat uh because evidently it was successful enough you need something to be successful enough to have spinoffs then those spinoffs don't need don't necessarily need to be successful to continue spinning off. Uh, it's just sort of inertia at that point. Um, that being said, we've also seen uh, a trend where we've seen this in like season uh, seasons that come later are often ranked higher just because they have a smaller audience, but that smaller audience is by definition those who like it the most and thus stuck with it. Mm -hmm. Um I am going to, my official answer, locking it in, uh, this is just a long way for me to say it could still go either way. I'm going to guess that, no, I'm going to guess that Brickleberry was, was rated higher. I'm going to, that's, that's my, that's my guess. Okay. And do you have any score guesses for either of the two shows? Fuck. Um, I think, oh, and it's in percent this time. Yep. I think that Brickleberry will have a... 48% and that Paradise PD will have a 42%? No, like a 35%. There we go. Though I'll be honest, I have no I, I once again, I am so not calibrated in in Rotten Tomatoes, which makes me feel ashamed. Remington, you almost impressed me there. Oh shit. So, with a score of 48%. Oh my god. Paradise PD is lower than Brickleberry. Ah! With a score of 71%. 71! Alright, that's definitely much higher than I thought. Much higher than I thought. Um, well, just goes to show, I, I don't know shit about uh, uh, about the, uh, the American audiences. I don't know shit about how things are rated on Rotten Tomatoes. And, um, funny enough, Brickleberry is scored higher audience score than Family Guy as a show in total, not individual seasons. I'm sure individual seasons, early Family Guy would absolutely destroy. Yeah. Family Guy only has 63. <laughs> um, I, I would say there's a, a one level to that might be just like more niche things. 
I, I think once you hit the point where everybody has seen it, naturally your rating will go down. Uh, but also, it's not like, this is not me saying Family Guy is the pinnacle of art in of itself. What, you're saying it's not the greatest show on Earth for having several episodes which are nothing but Star Wars? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, uh, some, th th this might come as a surprise, but there there are some uh, shows out there, uh, some, some adult animated shows that I, I find to be lazy, trite, and I tend to not enjoy watching them. I'd say that's probably about half the shows on this podcast. <laughs> oh, easily, easily. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I think that about covers it. But before we wrap up, Remington, I have one question to ask. Would you like to watch some more Paradise PD with me? Fuck no. <laughs> I, <would. laughs> I, I, had the, I, I had the feeling. I'd rather OD on some Argyle meth, Dylan. That actually reminds uh, me, this show taught me something. I oh, learned yeah? something from this fucking show. <laughs> well, you know what they say, Paradise PD, educational. Appar I had no idea that the name of uh, one of the patterns of method they were making was called Houndstooth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no idea. I just well, always thought it was a weird form of Chevron. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, but thank you guys so much for joining us, and I can't remember the spiel Sean normally does at the end of these. Oh, here, here, don't, don't worry. Uh, with special guest Sean Rollins, everybody. Thanks for having me. Uh, well, if you guys want to support us, uh, you guys can, uh, can, can of course leave us a review uh, on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. Uh, if we, if we only, if it's so meaningful. Uh, we can also, uh, we, we, we Twitch stream over at twitchcom context. Or if you really want to support us, then you can go over to Patreon.com, where there we have all sorts of different perks. Of bonus content, one of which is uh, Remington, who read your names out. So, take it away, Remington. Who do we have to thank this week? Uh, well, Sean, uh, uh, as always, I would like to send our regards to all of our bland bitch protagonists, as well as our magical girls, who we really appreciate. But moving on, we get to the Yandere waifus, who uh, are are just making us watch more Paradise PD. Uh, the fucking psychos. Fucking uh, on that list, <laughs> on that list, we have this equipment is faulty, insists Misaka as her goggles keep picking up a radio station in Tacoma. Zombie stomp. Zhao Sheng Hao Zhang Wo Shizai Wai or Bing Chilling. Um, fucking what? Okay. I don't. I don't know, man. Uh, I could have just said some very unsavory shit. Uh, I'll Xanax. have to Google that and then might have to beep <laughs> yeah. you. Yep, yeah, Xanax. Uh, you look up how to hide corn inside bananas once, and the monkey FBI will never leave you alone again. Yandere Neko, why shown why Sean? Whomstuff, what do you call a herd of cows masturbating? Beef stroking off. <laughs> you know what? I'll pray, pray, praise decent. I'll, I got it. Right. Walk me home gently. Than the entire fucking it, show. It's true. Uh, walk me home gently. Way to shell. Trenton Farrell. Totally God. The Susanator. The Big Bean. Tanya Juarez, Static Shock is my favorite anime, Stacy's Mom, Silent Secondary, Shoujo Addict who doesn't need help, just more manga to read and anime to watch, Sean still uses Internet Explorer, sounds like he must like it nice and slow, Sean punish Rem and make him watch Excel World, Salty Pretzel, Ross Palmer, Rhiannon Williams, remembering to update your Patreon name is really hard when you fall into the Shonen manga pitfall, damn Shonen flop, go check t uh, Rem cr continues to crush my soul, PSA, look out uh, for your local mail carriers, leave some snacks or water by your door as thank you, it truly helps. Uh, prediction out of context, Sean died crushed under a pile of emails after the Edge Runners episode. 
we are holding a wake at app and then it cuts off. Uh, <laughs> oddly, oddly prescient considering Sean isn't here. So, yeah, like, Edge Runners is the last episode that he that he was. That, yeah, uh, I, I guess huh. I'll say you nailed it. Um, oh shit! Yeah, I, congratulations. Good call. <laughs> uh, anime out of context. God, that's a good desu. Uh, no waifu, no waifu. Nitsaira, Nick Harvey. Milf Hunter X Hunter, a story about a young Sean searching for his big boobed waifu mommy. Uh, Mexican Seven Hierto. No, Mikeka Seven Hierto, then Mexican Gone Freaks. Mix those two together. Uh, Matto 2 Max, Lizzie Anthea. Letting y'all decide if I should quit my job, should I? Oh, God. Um, I, I would say that it, it's clear that you're looking for other things. Uh, and so I would at least start that process, right? It doesn't hurt to see what other options are out there, and that may help motivate your decision, whether it makes you more confident in staying or whether it, uh, you find an amazing option uh, and, and decide to leave from that. Uh, that's probably a, res a responsible and more mindful way of going about doing it. Yeah, uh, uh, take take a vacation if you can, uh, get a couple days to think about things, uh, make sure you have some interviews lined up, and consider if you're in a financial situation in which you can spend an extended period away from work before jumping either before your interviews or if you would rather work through until you have a job lined up. That's what I've done for pretty much every single one of my gigs. Hey, I, I would say just generally, even if you're content in your current job, it doesn't hurt to do a little little job searching occasionally. You know, just, just browse what's out there. Oh, yeah. Best uh, way to get a raise is to get a new job. It's true. Uh, Leaf Denji and Pochita out of harm's way, Sean. King Rich Rock, Cassidy, Jester Traveler, Jax, Jam Hands. I want Rem to ruin Darling in the Franks for me. I petition new pod cover where Sean, Rem, and Dylan do uh, Azekin poses. Uh, that that could actually work decently well. Hunter Davies, yeah. how could you not mention Edge Runner's music at all? Like, what the fuck? It had really good music, but I'm going to say it, it didn't have, like, the single greatest music of all time, all right? It had very good music! It, <laughs> but, like, it sort of comes with the genre of, like, cyberpunk and, like... Oh, yeah. It just needed, you I, know, more Orgy, some Julian K, some Power Man 5000. It, it needed I, I felt, I felt like it had good cyberpunk music, but sort of to the level that I would expect from the genre, if that makes sense. Need have you sing that bit. I don't know what the tune goes. Sean sent me a link last week. Didn't Didn't watch it. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, guys. I hope you play some white swords. Also, winter is coming, Sean Rollins. Glenn Michael Dolan, Gay Boot Sex, Fuck of Love, Fox and Boy. Ferdy the Birdman is still going strong in non-stop nut November. Farmer Weeb wants a Merry Angel Beats Christmas, and you can too. Uh, Fantide, Extreme Cobra, Cobra, Elite Knight, Duck, Drink Chocolate Milk, Wobbly Bones, not a conspiracy. Uh, Digite, Mimicin, Picturin, Triz, Pentafluorethyl, Trifluorophosphate, also known as FAP, and finally, Trans14Biz4, Pridal F. Uh, Dark Pikachu, uh, Creed 13, Cheese Monkey, Charles Crumpton, Cage in the House, Brockhart for Geodudes, Blood for the Blood God, Skulls for the Skull Throne, Big Blue Bear Boy, Bad Anime Idea, an etchy show about inanimate rocks. It is etchy because the rocks look sort of like boobs. So much cleavage. Uh, <laughs> audio gl glitch. Uh, and when that final moment came to pass, like Christ, they came riding on an ass. Elise Howard, AJ Tunnels. AJ Angel Honey, a daze, Aaron Hegland, and now we go to the Boy Wizard tier where you get the task you avoided by writing a Patreon name, Chris. You get planning your fiance's B Day, but we're not quite there because we also have Break for Emergency, Anime Puns, uh Chansa here, so we don't we don't need to. In fact, there, there were there wasn't even a call for anime puns. Yeah, no. Uh, amazingly. Wow. Huh. Uh uh Is that how it's pronounced, Dylan? You apparently do it better. Spicitis? <clears throat> Spicitis. Spicitis? Yeah, like Citus Invertus. Invertus? 
It's a condition where your guts are backwards. What the fuck? That's Spy not why they're called that way, but okay, it, it, yeah, situs inverted. All right, so the emphasis is is on both yeah. spy and situs. Yeah. Okay, I, I understand. You know, I sh honestly Finally. shouldn't have said anything. I should have let you just deal with pronouncing this it whole wrong. time. This whole time. All right, now we move on to the boy wizard tier, where everybody is going to be assigned uh, an adult cartoon. Uh, from the best adult cartoons of all time, according to manofmany.com. Very reputable, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> some some award-winning journalist here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on that list, we have Warning, You're 799 Episodes Away, You Get Rick and Morty. Uh, Vincent Calabrese, You Get Gravity Falls. Okay. Not necessarily an adult cartoon, but a cartoon that could be enjoyed by adults. I would say arguably it's enjoyed more, at least if you're on the older side. But well, it still sure. has it's it's kid friendly, but definitely has some adult themes going throughout. I didn't expect it on this list. Okay, fair. Uh to get into my REM cosplay, I recite the mantra, become another person. Uh you get The Simpsons. The Great Butt Ball of Despair, you get South Park. Uh Shane Ware would like to request again that you watch all of Clan Ed with BS Rule. At least listen to Dango Dai Kazoku. Yeah, sure, why not? Uh, oh, baby, you get you get the number one. You get BoJack Horseman. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, Sean, will you keep your promise from episode 13 at 3845 and 4345? We have been waiting. <laughs> they came with timestamps. God damn. I wanted to have a Gundam series that, one, was separate enough from the timelines that I couldn't explain it and, you know... It makes some sense by itself, which uh, a lot of the separate Gundam series do. In fact, my favorite Gundam series does. Uh, we'll talk about that one way later on because it's good, and I don't want to spoil it for you. <laughs> uh, uh, when I go through this, I'm going to have to see if I can... I, that was not an episode I edited, so I'm going to have to download the episode and then just oh, cut yeah, that yeah. chunk out of it. That, that was back when I was editing for the first like six months of the podcast. Uh, uh, you get Archer. Uh, Sean, you are my idol, and just like you, I also like Bokuno Pico. You get the Venture Bros. Uh, reincarnated from human instrumentality, I seek to make a 58-person harem to combat loneliness. It's tension post-impact. Uh, you are going to get Samurai Jack. Oh, yeah. All right, all right, you know, fair enough. I, I did not like Samurai Jack when I was young because I was the kind who just needed the pretty colors. I, um, yeah, when I was a kid, I thought it was, I, I thought it was just kind of dry and boring, but now that I'm adult, I do appreciate it a lot more. Like, I, I am very impressed with it. I don't think Cartoon Network was the place for it. Oh, is, no. It's, it's sort of my position. I think it's uh, actually a little highbrow for Cartoon Network. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nico, Nico, Ni, you get, uh, Harley Quinn, uh, the, the new, uh, uh, newer, I guess, uh, show about Harley Quinn, uh, which all I know about that show is the Cancer Ray, which Fucking was very what? funny. Uh, I'll I'll, I'll send you the clip. Okay. Uh, my Afro ate my dog. You get Futurama. Mike got his Overlord review. You get the Boondocks. Uh, Miguel Delion, you get Regular Show, another like kids show that yeah, adult, a lot of adults like, so I can accept it. Uh, Massimo Martelli, Steven Universe, another in that category. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, yep. Once again, these not ones I was expecting, but sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, I get it. Matawa says first three arcs of Bakamonogatari is just eight episodes. You get Metalocalypse. Uh, Latino stopped eating from confusion about Sean's relationship with body pillows. You get Family Guy. Uh, just call me Goofy because I'm about to yuck you up. I have been, unironically, I will occasionally just call my girlfriend a mother yucker 
because uh, I find that hilarious. <laughs> uh, it's it's great. Uh, Inuyasha's my favorite cryptid, believes in angels. You get Bob's Burgers. Uh, if you can't watch Healer Girl, angels will beat you to death because you're still a girl. I see we're getting momentum for... Uh, I'm not going to explain it, but we're getting momentum for it, I see. Uh, we'll see if Sean follows through or not. Uh, Hella Rex, uh, you get Clone High. I I don't know. This, uh, this is the one... I think I've vaguely heard of it, but I'm unfamiliar. That is an old one. Um, it had basic fucking JFK, a bunch of other people from random time periods. Clone turned into high schoolers, and sure, why not? <laughs> well, go ahead, call the cops. It won't silence the voices. They're getting louder. Please send help. You get black dynamite, uh, crimson reapers, just because of the sides. You get big mouth, uh, Beethoven twelve oh one. You get Harvey Birdman, attorney at law, anime girl. You are getting Daria. Animated Z, you get F is for family. Angel Father is counting down until next bonsai, 48 weeks as of November 15th. Remembering to update names is hard. You get Ugly Americans. Uh, I'm now tempted to find a song that you can't help but belt and peak that mic. Maybe a good HU song. You get Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Uh, By the way, uh, specifically, if it was spelled HU, it's The Who. It is a Mongolian metal band. Ah, I see, I see. And they do some throat singing, and it is badass <laughs> well uh there, there we go now we move on of course to our inappropriate joey wheeler tier thank goodness because in just a few entries uh number 30 was going to be brickleberry uh, <laughs> so you know that would have been and number 36 would have been paradise pd oh what a tangled web we weave uh <laughs> but oddly i'm like yeah no that placement makes sense considering all the other stuff yeah uh and and this time uh, Dylan will be, uh, showing off his best Joey Wheeler impression. Okay. As he, uh, recites, uh, really lowbrow humor. They can be dick jokes, fart jokes, whatever. Just, just Google a bunch of terrible jokes and do them as Joey Wheeler. And however, and, and the quality of joke, the quality of joke is equivalent to the quality of them as people. Uh, inverted, inverted though, so... Uh, if it's a great joke, they're a terrible person, and vice versa. Uh, we start with, take a peek into my slashy box, Chad the Baby Bringer. Good God. Start off strong. If only Sean was here to hear it. <laughs> God. Well, uh, slashy box. You know what they say. Boy, blowjobs sure are a mouthful. Jesus Christ. Uh, you you have such high moral integrity. Uh, you are you're possibly the best to walk among us. Uh, Raftalia's my anime waifu has returned. Oh, you know what? They, some of these, uh, some of these dick jokes are, uh, some of me, I'm from Wisconsin now. Oh, shit. <laughs> Good old Wisconsin. I eat Joey Wheeler. Hey, hey, you. Hey, no, hey, fuck. Yukes. Oh, shit. I got, I got it in my head. <laughs> fuck. Oh, no. Hey, you. Hey, you. Okie day. <laughs> I, I'm, fuck, I'm, I'm slipping it. Fuck it. Whatever. Joey Wheeler's, from, Joey Wheeler's from uh, Joey Wheeler's from uh, Wisconsin today. Oh, holy shit! <laughs> Jesus, this is so good. You know some of these. Uh, oh shit! Is this only the second one? Oh fuck. Okay. Uh, you know some of these Wisconsinite dick jokes are a little hard for me to swallow. <laughs> uh, you you are are the moral equivalent of Christ Himself. Uh, pizza, cotton candy is my waifu. You know, it's a good thing your waifu's uh, just like your dick. Not small, but just travel size. <laughs> uh, you, you're you not as good as the other two, but you're you're still, 
You're helping grandmas across the street daily. Uh, Magic Ice Ball. Oh, don't worry, Magic Ice Ball. Your dick's not tiny. It's pie inches long. Yeah, sure, it's small, but it's also infinite. What the fuck? Um, I, I, I think you're an upstanding human, but I'll be honest. I, I, I feel like I, I get the joke, but I feel like I don't. Like, I get it, but at the same time, I feel like I'm missing something. Um, next up, we got Hermione pegs Harry and Ron. Well, now I guess we know how they get the, the dick from Hermione, but how do they get the dick from Richard? I guess just by asking nicely. I, I suppose that this patron is technically the worst so far uh, with the inverted principle, but uh, at the same time, they are still a very, very good person. Uh, next up, we go to my dear old mom. Well, uh, Rem's mom, I would give you a dick joke, but I don't want to come off as cocky about it. It, it was... All right, let me think. So this one, it was it was not funny, but it might be one of the least unfunny. <laughs> um, but that's that's how you do dick jokes. They're not supposed to actually be funny. So uh, I guess uh, for my dear old mom, uh, you're 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 a pretty good person. Uh, then we go to Chelsea Nasbob. Hey Charles, what did the penis say to the condom? Cover me. I'm going in. You know what? For the first time, I uh, it com compared to what we've. We've had thus far, Charles. I I think you're the tiniest bit shitty. I think that was our first like almost good joke. So I think you're our, our first like almost almost a little bit naughty. All right, like so you're not on the naughty list yet, but Santa's considering it. Uh, blood cell. Back to being not the black to back to not being the white one. Fuck those guys that way too aggressive. What can a bird do that a man can't do? He can yeah uh, eat with his pecker. I got admit, I've gone to like three of these different lists. They're all really terrible. That one was highly cursed. So, Blood Cell, you're a good person, but let's see if it's inverted. You're a good person who I dislike more than I should? Is that? Yeah, I guess that's the inverted way of saying that. Um, Because the joke was a terrible joke that I liked more than I should have. Uh, Then we go to Blake. Well, Blake, did you hear about the porno I was in? How to drain your dragon. You see, that one actually makes sense you if someone knows me. <laughs> Yeah, 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 you know what, Blake? I I think you pushed your grandpa down the stairs. I I like that joke more than I should have. So you are uh, uh, very poor morally, apparently. Last but not least, going above and beyond, we have none other than Dylan Hayden. All right, I need to pull out something really special for this one. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, Dylan Hayden, um... Your your Schrodinger's morality, depending on the day, you might be very good, or you might be very very evil. Sort of Jacqueline Hyde with that joke is what I'm feeling. Uh, depends <laughs> depends how it hits me. Uh, if you know what I mean. Alright, uh, thank you all for tuning in. If you want to reach out, whether it's for a comment, question, feedback, or recommendation, you can tweet us at AnimeConPod on Twitter, or send an email over onto AnimeOutOfContext at gmail.com. Thank you guys so very much for joining us, and as always, don't fuck your sister. This is normally the part of the episode where I throw in some random corruptions of things that were said by one of the hosts during the episode. However, that feels a little bit masturbatory when it comes to an episode that I am featured in. So, what I've done instead is one of our fans actually made a song using uh, clips from previous episodes. And 
honestly, we all enjoyed that song so much. Uh, we asked if we could feature the song in an episode, and they said yes. So, this is going to be the first of potentially more feature spotlights of uh, fan music. This one is by Paco El Musico, and you can find their site link in the description. Enjoy. Very unfortunate. Uh, <laughs> as well as the fact that I think I hear police sirens in the With distance. that uncomfortable thought, let's do this. All right, let's actually get the show started. In three, two, one, mark. I ride over in an open sleigh singing, ho, ho, holy shit, this is anime out of context. <laughs> <laughs> the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. The anime out of context. <laughs> and I yell Timber as I fell the great waifu weed tree. Honestly, Remington, the anime I have chosen today is a bit of a. It's a bit of a strange one. Oh, fuck. <laughs> And gentlemen, we are back. Uh, after watching the entirety of the anime out of context. Remington, I have to stress this very heavily. <laughs> Depending on your statements here, could decide whether or not we can stay friends. I was hanging on by a, a thread for quite a while during during this. If it doesn't kill me, maybe I'll do it myself. We'll see. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't drop that on me! Uh, oh, son of a bitch! Remington, right now, on now. It's anime out of context. Is currently rated at number 48 of all anime. Wow! With an 8.69. Good nice. god! Very That's, nice. Yeah, first of all, nice. 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 Once again, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. And as always, don't fuck your sister.